Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Megabus to the Ritz. I'm a comedy treadmill and there's a power cut in your personality. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm the ghost of a rabbit and I'm going to make your mind my own personal carrot. Good evening, Megabusters. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been an interesting day. I went on the Win Evan show at lunchtime today, and on BBC Radio Wales, and it's a big show. It's you know it's live for starters. That's always something to worry about. It's live, and it's kind of you know it's in the middle of the day. It's the it's the kind of show that postmen listen to in their vans. It's the kind of show that's on in shops when you go to the shop to get some bread. You'd hear it on the shop, and uh, I was nervous about it. But I know a few people who've met Win and worked with him before, and they say, oh, he's a lovely guy he'll make you feel calm he'll make you feel welcome so i went in there we had a quick hug we had a quick chat and then you know just before we went on air we were chatting about running for a little bit just off the mic uh, and then we went live suddenly we went live and he said um right what do you think about uh cauliflower cheese and cooked dinners and i, I was like oh no. I, don't, I wasn't expecting that. Um, so I said, just say something normal. Just say, I like cauliflower cheese for cooking. And just say something normal. So I went up to the microphone and I said, I like to keep my roast dinner eating habits private win. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm thinking, where's that come from? Where's that come from? Why am I suddenly saying this crazy stuff? And Wynn is like, what do you mean you like to keep your, your roast eating habits secret? I'm like, well, the thing is, Win, I see a cooked dinner as a challenge. <laughs> Again, my brain is saying, Jimmy, stop saying this stuff. You're live on the radio. Your parents are listening. Stop it. I carry. I just carry on going. I say, yeah, when you know, a cooked dinner to me is a challenge. Um, I don't make them myself. So when someone gives it to me, it feels like I've been parachuted behind the enemy lines and I've got to fight my way out. I've got to fight my way off that plate into safety. And he's like looking at me, what is going on? But I recovered. I recovered. I, I said a few few more crazy things. I said something about boiling beetroot in orange juice. I compared myself to a chicken again, which I've done a few times now. Um, but it went well. It went well. And I guess, like, the, the, there's two things I took from it, right? Two things I took from being live on the radio with Wynn today. Number one was the nerves were good, right? Because this showed to me how much this, like, the work I'm doing on the podcast, the work I'm doing with, like, just talking about my running in general and, and the mental health benefits it brings, it showed to me how important that was, and I, I really felt like I was representing myself and, and kind of, I, I didn't want to let myself down, I didn't want to, like, come across as a total idiot, and I wanted to get, uh, you know, still be, still have fun, but still get the message across, so that, that was good, that was kind of, I was I was surprised that that had happened because I've been on the radio a lot with bands and it's, I've probably gone to the pub before and had a few pints and just and just said whatever comes up my mouth no filter and and not worry about it so I was you know that was that's a sign of getting more mature I believe and another thing I took from it was just just talking to him we were sitting across a, a table from each other just talking to him and. He was he's really enthusiastic about running, right? Because he started doing it himself and he's gonna do a park run next weekend. Um and we, we're talking about doing a park run together at some point. But just talking about it really reminded me of like the original emotion I had when I decided to start running. I could see I could see it in him, I could see how excited he was by it all. So he asked me like a, a few questions and he's asked me to do a little video about running technique and it, it was just amazing. Like I was just talking to him, looking at him, and I was getting this buzz from him, and it just really reminded me about why I started doing this in the first place. So it's been a great day. Um, I'm, in a, I'm in a very good mood, so it's going to be a lovely journey tonight to the Ritz. Um, so yeah, let's let's get comfortable. Let's, let's dream of that perfect prawn cocktail at the end, and I'll get you there safely. 
Right, those of you familiar with this podcast will know the bumps of the bus by now. You will know the rattle of the wheels on the cat's eyes. And you will recognise that this section usually comes at the end. This is the, the question section. Well, this is when someone sends me a question and I try my best to answer it. Right, but the question I had this week um, from a gentleman on Twitter is at Nikki Sidema, which is Welsh for it's Nikki here. Um, it, it's a question that I think about myself and I think it's, it's, it's kind of important for, for anybody who wants to run and, and beat PB. So I've used it as a central brick of Lego and I'm building the episode tonight like a house around that brick. So he asks me, when chasing down PBs, uh, like a 5k PB in 20 minutes, uh, he finds he can pull off the required pace per kilometre for about three kilometres, but then he falls apart towards the end. Okay, fair enough. And he also says, you know, he can run 3 minute 45 per kilometre fine. Uh, he can do that for 3 kilometres, that's no problem. And he can even do it for the total of 5 kilometres on a treadmill with 30 second re- recovery in between. So, and you know, he's asking, uh, is it better to train at 19.45 kilometre pace in one solid run or go slightly faster with recovery intervals? That's a good question. And I love this thing. I love it because this is... I've said before that I wouldn't say it's running that makes me happy. It's the problem solving that comes with running that really makes me happy and satisfied. And this is a kind of problem solving I love doing for myself. So I'm going to try and help you here as well as I can. Right. So let's let's just break it down to a nutshell because it's a a long question. So Nikki here is looking to run sub 20 minutes for five kilometers. Spoiler, he actually did it on the weekend and he did send me a message saying, I hope this doesn't ruin your episode, but he did. So massive congratulations. That's, that's amazing. That's a great achievement. The sub 25 kilometers, that's a great achievement. But let's, let's you know, let's, let's think about this question. Just, let's imagine he hasn't done it. So, he, you know, he wants to break it. Um, does he train at like a pace which is a little much faster than 20 than sub 20 or does he train, you know, just so he can just break that 20 minute five kilometers? Now, this is how I do it, okay? This is how I do it. Um, what I do is I, I I do shorter reps and I would do them much faster than race pace. So, for example, I would do, say I was looking to run 15 minutes for 5K. I would do about between 15 and 20 one-minute reps at maybe like three-minute pace, as fast as I can, maybe sub-three-minute pace per kilometer. I would, you know, I'd really just get the speed in my legs and I'd have like two minutes recovery, but I would get used to running fast and building up a bit of fatigue so maybe the last couple of reps could replicate how I would feel on the day. Uh, and then on top of that, then I would do longer reps, but maybe bring the pace down a bit. So I would, I would like one session I do is I do five-minute reps. I do like five times five-minute reps and they will be slower than 15-minute pace, but kind of run about 16-minute pace. So it's just getting used to running with different types of fatigue. I, I hope that makes sense. Like, please let me know if this doesn't make sense. But um, so, you know, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get used to running with my leg. I'm trying to get used to running fast when my legs are really tired and I'm trying to get used to running at a good pace but keep it controlled over over a longer distance. So I mix that up. Um, another thing I do, I'm, I'm a big fan of tempo runs and I remember there was one session in particular when I ran 34 minutes for a 10k. What I did was I did a tempo run and I ran about eight kilometers at race pace, right? And I just, I just knew that on the day, I, I was, I was struggling. It was tough, and I was, you know, my legs were definitely tiring. But I just kind of got this thing that on the day, the last mile or so will take care of itself. You, that's when it becomes a race, and you, you just 
I don't know, like your, your rational self just disappears and just this instinct to run fast takes over. So I would say, you know, mix it or run, like just, just to repeat myself, just run short reps faster than you would on race day and then do a longer rep. So like the five times five minute reps, that adds up to 25 minutes. Look at me, I'm a mass genius. So do something that totals more than your race time and but slightly slower than race pace. Just you can build up different types of fatigue. Uh, I hope that makes sense. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I thought about sitting down and writing an answer so I could read it and I could go over it. But I, I, I figure it's best to just do it like I'm chatting to you and, and giving you advice as if I'm a coach, as if I'm a, a bus driver and a coach. Um, and another thing I found interesting about your question was about the fact that like halfway through a race, you, you tend to, you feel like you're losing a bit. Um, maybe it could be like a switching off thing. And that definitely happens to me. That's definitely something that happened uh, in Nosgallen recently. I, I totally switched off between three and kilometers three and four. And it happened even when I ran my 10K PB. I, I got just over halfway and I had a weird kilometer where... I wasn't like really what, looking at my watch and checking the time. I just kind of just switched off and I, I definitely slowed down. So I think if you can get to halfway slightly quicker than your target time, you can afford then to have that little bit of, of switching off. I think it's going to happen. I think it's your body just preparing itself for the final push at the end of the race. It kind of, it just knows. It knows what's coming in and it knows that what, what's coming at the end is going to be nasty. So I wouldn't worry about that switching off too much, but you're something I, I do, right? And I, <laughs> this is so weird, right? But I used to do on a track uh, and now I do on the road a lot is I would, I would imagine something inside me growing and developing right it, I, it sounds really weird and really vague but for example i would i would see the distance um of a race like on a track i would see it as like i don't know maybe maybe just something being consumed as if i was literally eating the track up with my legs and as i got to halfway i would think like i'm, I'm nearly halfway through done this i'm nearly i've nearly eaten up the track with my running it, it sounds weird but that's what i used to think and every step i took was bringing me closer to the end of the race um, but on a track, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. You don't really have a chance to switch off like you do on the road. So on the road, <laughs> this is where it gets really crazy. But hey, like I said in last week's episode, if I can picture something uh, and imagine the benefits of it, that's when it becomes like a sort of faith to me. It, it turns into more than motivation. It's like a faith I've got. And I, I believe that I can do something if I can picture it and imagine it. And what I do, right, I imagine I've got a woolen hat on. This is this is genuine. I've got a woolen hat on. And as I go up the halfway mark, I'm pushing towards the end. I imagine a bobble growing on top of my woolen hat and that is like honest honestly i'm not messing around i think of things like that sometimes i think if it's cold i imagine a pair of socks running at my leg but more often than not i imagine this bobble hat with no bobble and the more i run and, and the closer i get to finish that bobble hat starts growing on top of the hat there you are that's it i i try to be as honest as i could and and as as sensible as i could but i just that just happened at the end of it i'm sorry nikki um I guess you don't even need my advice anymore. You, you've run your sub-20 minute 5K. Congratulations. And yeah, any more questions on that, let me know and I'll try and answer it as well as I can. But remember, we're all a bobble hat, no bobble. And we've got that potential to grow that bobble on top of our heads when we're running. As the seasons begin to switch, I've been thinking about the greatest change of all time. If it was a key change, it would make ABBA sound flat. No, I'm not talking about the moment your exercise bike turns into a clothes horse. I'm talking bigger than that. I'm talking about the Big Bang. 
the unknown story in the great vending machine of life as a cosmic straw pierces through the Capri sun of creation. Scientists, flat white sippers and corduroy cowboys are all searching for the elusive answer. What exactly happened at that precise moment in time? When all the matter in the universe suddenly emerged from nothing and existence became as chaotic as my toenail clippers during half marathon training. Some say a cosmological constant must have been present before the Big Bang. Was it Planck's constant, pi, the speed of light, or the price of Red Bull at a skate park? I say no to all that. I think that at the beginning of time there was a bobble hat with no bobble, and the whole universe exists as a way for bobble and hat to be reunited. Sometimes, late at night, I walk down the hill to my local playing fields. I gaze up at the sky in wonder as I imagine the knitted hat of the cosmos racing past meteors and space debris in an attempt to find the bobble at the edge of the known universe. Let's talk about this week then. Uh, it's been... I ran... Uh, is it ran or run? One of those. I've, I've ra-run. I've ra-run uh, 70 kilometers this week, and that is the most I've run in a week. Oh, I just answered my own question. Uh, in a week since August. That's right, yeah, since August last year, which is amazing considering I'm now taking two days off in a week, which I'm loving because it gives me a chance to kind of get my head down and be a bit more creative. I, I, I don't want to talk about what I'm creating at the moment, but is other stuff apart from this podcast, and this podcast is really kind of... Um, given given birth to other ideas, which I'm I'm following on my days off running. Anyway, that's for another episode. So I've I've run seventy kilometers this week uh, with two days off, and one of those runs was like it was just one of the best runs I've had in a long time. It was back home in Truoki again, where I went there last weekend for a run. I went back this weekend, and I did twenty kilometers up and over a mountain with like the first 10 kilometers uphill all the way and it was just it was just amazing uh I, I i love this time of year i love february it's kind of like as if i don't know like someone's put con- press control alt and delete on nature and it's that split second when a computer restarts that that's how th- this time of year feels to me you can feel life life coming again is you know a new new I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but if, if you can feel spring is on the way, that's that's exactly what I'm trying to say. You can feel spring is on the way. So I went running up the mountain. It was it was you know drizzly, it was foggy, and it was I I saw like a, a few splashes of color on barks of trees in in the forest. I saw like some some frog spawn forming forming in puddles. I saw lots of foxes out and about. It was just I don't know. I love. I just love this time of year. I can feel. Mother Nature just kickstarting itself, and I, I, it's just amazing. And so, yeah, I was out running. And I, I I took my GoPro with me, and you know, I'm doing this thing where on on YouTube I record like a ten minute video of me just chatting. And I came towards the end of the run, and I just I just didn't want to say anything. It was I I just run myself into this. I don't want to say meditative, meditative. Yeah, I don't want to say meditative. A because it's hard to say and and B because it's not really like meditating but I just became so relaxed that I just didn't want to talk I didn't want to talk so I kind of just filmed my face and and the the steam coming off trees and it was just lovely I just loved that run and it, I, a few things popped into my head I thought right I'll talk about that on the podcast but one of them in particular was as I was climbing the mountain I could see I could see a line of clouds. It was a, like a distinct line of clouds on the mountain. And as I ran towards them, 
it was just it became foggy and I thought where's the clouds gone and it's just you don't notice it do you know what I mean you you go up a mountain you can see the line of clouds and the next thing you know you're in the clouds you just don't know there's no there's no clear line like there is from a distance and that made me really got me thinking because I like to turn stuff into maybe like a, a deeper answer and it just got me thinking of how when I was boozing a lot and I wasn't looking after myself and I was constantly living with booze guilt and people were telling me like how much of a nuisance I was when I was drunk, I really felt that like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I began and other people's opinions of me began. Uh, and that reminded me of this cloud in a way. Uh, so I looked into it. It's, it's called the Boltzmann effect. So it's like the blurring of stuff. So like no matter how what size you are, you will always your mind will always create these clean lines. So say like I became the size of an atom, this, this table I'm sat at would be become blurry. You just you just create these lines. And like I said, when I was like boozing a lot and I was just being a bit of an idiot, I, I didn't know myself. I didn't have the clarity to think of who I was. I was just, other people from the outside, from a distance were looking at me and telling me, now, where my clear lines of personality were, like I was this cloud on a mountain, they were saying, you're you're this, you're that, because you drink, and, and I didn't have the, the strength in me to answer them back or to know myself, and like, I'm I'm up to a month again now without drinking, and I, I'm really comfortable with who I am, I, I these longer runs I've been doing recently, where I haven't been running about, worrying about running fast, I've just... I spend a lot of time thinking and I feel really comfortable that I know there's this blurring and not just in nature but with your personality I know that no one is like one thing or another is you you're 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 a mix of emotions and I don't know just that I was thinking about that as I was running it just made me feel amazing it made me feel really good that I've I've worked hard to get in this position where I can be comfortable as as to who I am and just not worry not worry about what other people think of me not worry about who's standing you know, in front of me, looking at me and seeing like clear lines of who Jimmy Watkins is. He is this, he is that. And it's just, I can just live in the, in the fog of my mind and just, just know it's all good. So there you are. That's, that's something that came from my running this week. This time last year, let's, let's do these two sections together. This time last year, we had a lot of snow. So it was like a similar thing. It's just weird. You no, know? like last week I said about a year apart, I decided to do longer runs, and this time last year, the weather and nature had a big part to play in how I how I was running. So yeah, this time last year we had a lot of snow, and I remember that run in particular was really special because I went late at night, um, and just the, you know the world just seems like it's it's more lit when when there's snow everywhere. Even though it was dark and it wasn't a full moon, I I just remember doing loops of the playing fields down from my house, just just lap after lap of the field in a pitch in a pitch blackness, but I could see where I was going because of the snow. So it's been I don't know. I I'm just I'm connecting with nature this week and and obviously last year. Um another thing, I'm going to come clean here. I'm going to come clean. Um I I did a bit of a fib. I did a bit of a lie last year. I ran 18 minutes 30 for a 5k according to my watch and I know deep down it wasn't an 18 minute 30 5k I know it wasn't and like if you look at that if you go back if you want to to that run last year and zoom in on the map you can see that somehow <laughs> somehow my Fitbit took me through the butchers through co-op across the river and then into another street it took off about 400 meters off our run so i'm coming clean about that as i say it's about understanding yourself now and i'm sorry but it was just too good to to like just to rectify it was too it was too good a feeling to to come clean about back then um so i didn't run 1830 
uh, 5k last year I, it was still a sub 20 but i just got so excited about that and i guess it get, it happens people must know that they uh, their gps has lied a bit and they they just they've just posted online so i'm coming clean on that uh that is it i've had some good running and i think next week is gonna be more of the same i'm gonna go back to trophy again and i'm gonna do the the mountain loop twice i'm gonna not on the same day but i think i can i think i'm gonna be there for two days so i'm gonna do that so if I put a video up with, of the run and lots of people say that looks like an amazing place to run. If you want to come join me in Trokey for a run up the mountain, that's no problem. I'll make sure I'm not driving the mega bus that day and I'll meet you there. One of the questions that Wynn asked me today on the radio was, was it difficult to lose all our weight in 2019? You know, lots of, obviously lots of people try to lose weight and it's a question I get asked a lot. And it, it, it's weird, I, I try to give an honest answer and like for years I'd been battling with my weight particularly like my belly and my bum uh, they just they just seemed to grow all of a sudden out of nowhere so and I was like telling myself you need to lose weight try, try dieting and it just wasn't working and it's like this is what happened it was a sudden like switch of mindset I realised it wasn't about losing weight it was about getting back to a version of myself like an, an, a younger version of myself a better version of myself so when I saw that video of uh, the world the world champs final from 2006 and I, I saw a better version of myself I realised that I wasn't unhealthy because I put on weight I've been drinking too much I was unhealthy because I'd lost that really good version of myself and suddenly I had like I had a postcode for my belly I had I had GPS coordinates I knew where I was going I knew like where I had to get to to become healthier and happier and it's like just a little thing like that so I wouldn't you know saying oh, I need to lose weight I want to go on a diet it's just too vague it doesn't mean anything it's like it's like steam it just it just goes nowhere but set yourself a destination find a version of, it, of yourself that you're proud of a version of yourself that you know other people are proud of and they respected and get there get back to that person it's it's a journey it's a journey and you, you'll enjoy it and like you, you won't worry about the destination in the end. Like I, I could even say, no, I don't think I'm at that. I don't think I'm all the way there. I don't think I've got to the Ritz yet. I'm still on the mega bus to the Ritz. I'm still on my way back to a better version of myself. So, yeah, that's, I know, just just see it as that. See it as that. Don't, don't count the calories. Just get yourself back to a, a, a really good version of yourself. Ta-ta! It's been a longer than usual journey on the Megabus to the Ritz this evening. I hope you don't mind, but just the day I've had being on the radio talking to Wynn has just it's made me extra enthusiastic about it all and I want to get as much of that enthusiasm as I can out my mouth into your ears while you're sat in the back of the bus. It's all good though, I've had my eyes on the road, I've been careful and I've got you there safely this week. Uh, like usual at the end of the show, I want to thank you all again for listening and like putting up some reviews and just spreading the word on social media that it's, it just means so much. I know I keep saying it and I will keep on saying it because you know what, I'm doing this in my spare time, I'm writing it, I'm walking around with a notepad every time I have an idea I write it down because I want it to go from my brain into your brain. So. I'm not going to apologise for thanking you all because it's just, I don't know, it's just its just a lovely thing that's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Um, we're going to finish the show with 
a little bit of faded out music by my band of Vega Bodegas because we did a gig this week in Bristol. It's been our first gig in a long time. Uh, again, that went down really well. Just I know I keep saying things go down really well, but I just think if you're if you're positive about something and you're, you're sincere about it, then your audience your audience will pick up on it, and that, that's just that's just what I'm feeling at the moment with everything that I create. I just feel that is is being received well because it's all it's coming from a sincere place so i'm going to finish with that it's from a song called magnitude 4.2 check out the vega bodegas if you get a chance and yeah i'll see you next week for your weekly nighttime commute to a better version of yourself and just keep on running thank you very much